Welcome to Work is Calling, where we will learn the experiences and insights of business leaders who see their careers as a calling from God. What is important about seeing your career as a calling? Work is fulfilling whenever we sense success, but let's face it, success can and usually is fleeting. What if instead of targeting success, we seek fulfillment? A sense of calling makes serving God your purpose. That shift can actually lead you to a sense of fulfillment regardless of success. Let's listen to the stories of those who have made the shift and have experienced this. Well, hello. Welcome to Work is Calling. My name is Wayne Kuna, the founder and president of Soul Priority, a ministry that coaches women and men how to transform their careers and workplaces through biblical principles. Today's guest is a dear friend of mine, Bob Walsh, someone uh, I've known uh, since I've been a pastor and uh, has become a mutual friend. Just a, it's just a good friend. Hey, Bob, welcome to Work is Calling. We're glad to have you with us. Thank you, Wayne. Glad to be here. Yeah, so, you know, we usually start our, our uh, podcast here with uh, a little bit of info about who you are. You know, so tell us a little bit about yourself, gives our listeners a bit of introduction so that they can listen to you as a, an acquaintance instead of a stranger. So, yeah, give us a little bit of update on who Bob Walsh is. <laughs> um, I may be the biggest nobody you've ever had on the show. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I think he's uh, doing the interview. <laughs> I, I am a uh, father of four, a single dad. Um, uh, I come from a large Catholic family. I'm one of 10, uh, kids. So I'm, I have nine siblings. We're very close. Um, I have, uh, I grew up in a very busy, busy, busy house with uh, a lot of moving parts and a lot of fun and teasing and, uh, quick witted siblings. So, um, I'm a bit of a jokester and, uh, just enjoy life at every turn. No, oh, that's cool. You go, how would you describe yourself? I mean, you talk about being a jokester and, uh, you know, enjoying life. What else? Um, are you athletic? Are you, uh, um, I do. I love, uh, it depends who you talk to Wayne. Um, <laughs> um, but I played sports all grow through, uh, adolescence for sure. And then, uh, even into my twenties and thirties and, um, still very active. Um, Sports are probably my favorite outlet uh, outside of business for sure. Um, and now that I'm getting older, it's, um, you know, it's like a funnel. You used to be able to do so many things and now all of a sudden it's like yeah. down to just a handful of things. But uh, I still love to work out and get a sweat and gets my mind off everything. Yeah. I joke about um, my kids would say, why do you, why do you have to go to the gym today? I said, it's that or, or hit you. Yeah. Of course I'm kidding, but <laughs> it is a great release. And, um, and I use it. I use it that way. So, what things are there about you? Maybe something that uh, few people know that uh, you want to share with everybody. Um, well, I always feel like the uh, the uh, elephant in the room is um, the people that know me think I'm going to talk about this, but it's something that's relatively, um, um, you know, it's private and personal. But um, nine years ago, I lost my wife unexpectedly. So. We had four young kids and, um, you know, one day we were just a regular, uh, busy bustling family. And the next day I was a single dad. So, um, that certainly, that changes my narrative, changes my story quite a bit. Um, and most people want to talk about that all the time. I just, 
uh, find that, you know, I'm happy to talk about it. I don't run away from it, but, um, what I learned and what I've learned from it is that God is real and that he is here and willing to help if you ask and seek. And, um, I learned an incredible lesson just and continue to about, uh, that we, we serve a God that is, is not distant in any way, but wants to be very, very tangible and, and helpful in, in every turn. Yeah. Do uh, you uh, have special hobbies that you run around with your kids with, Bob? Um, yeah, my my four kids are all very, very different. So it seems like I do different things with with each of them. Um, but we're pretty we're pretty close as well. So um, I have three in college right now and one in high school. So um, and we're just getting off uh, Chicago or uh, Thanksgiving break. So that was a great time of just. You know, we just like being together now that um, three are they're out of the house and in different states. Um, when we all get together, it seems to be really special. It actually makes me sad because I, I think of people that are, you know, further down the path than I am. And they say, oh, it goes so fast. And now here I am with three in college. And I'm just, I can't wait for Christmas break when they'll be back again. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the way it goes is that you got three in college, one at home. But then, like, all of a sudden, you've got... 12 grandkids <laughs> and it's like chaos all over. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I'm listen, I'm willing to welcome that, but maybe not in the next yeah. couple of years. Let's, let's give that some time, but yeah. Yeah. So do you have a bucket list? Is there something that uh, you're hankering to do that you still haven't scratched off yet? Um, yeah, my bucket list is, it's probably a little different than most. I'm not a guy that says I have to, you know, go, you know, climb the Mount Everest or something like that. I mean, um, um, I like experiences more than anything. And I like, uh, so I love to travel, although I don't travel a ton. Um, and, um, but when I say experiences, I think, you know, things that I'm interested in, I like to go do, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to Madison Square Garden. I've never been Oh, nice! excited to go a see my, my college team. Yeah, yeah. Illinois playing uh, Texas. And I'm, I get to go to that, and I'm, you know, that's something I've been thinking about. I, you know, I can't wait to do it. That's cool, right? Yeah, right. We've adopted Illinois. I, I went Good. to UIC as you so. should. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It sounds so much better, Illini or Flames. <laughs> you know, it's like I think Illini sounds better. Yeah. So hey, let me the transition over to spiritual stuff. You, you've touched on it just a little bit, but you know, uh, one of the classic questions is, do you have a, a, a life verse in, from Scripture? Um, I, you know, I, I, I thought about that. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would ever even want to, um, break that down to one verse. Um, I'm an optimist and, um, and I, I think that's a God given, you know, attribute. Um, I'm not a big worrier. Um, I don't, I don't lament about the past or, you know, what the future looks like. Um, um, one thing that, that Heidi's death taught me is that, you know, every day is a gift and, yeah, and you should treat it that way. So, you know, why would I you know, think about like Matthew six about, you know, do not worry. And, you know, God making a very simple analogy that even us as humans can understand, like, why do you spend time on this? Mm-hmm. I think it's completely incoherent to him. Like, 
go live. What yeah. are you doing? Spending time worrying about things like this. And, um, and if you really look into that in, in Matthew six, he talks about, you know, what you wear, what you'll eat, mm-hmm. even then he mentions even your body. Yeah. So, and, and I have friends that are like, well, you know, they're going through trials with, you know, I have a really good friend that's going through uh, throat cancer bout right now. And he's been incredible, a total true inspiration to me, but, um, and I can see how that creeps in and I don't think that comes from above. Right. So, um, and he's doing a great job and I'm proud of him, but, um, so I, I kind of made a decision way back when I just feel like this is every day is a gift. So, but back to the, your original question about the, the life first, um, kind of that, that rolls with my, that kind of spirit of optimism. Um, first John one nine, God is light and in him, there's no darkness. Mm. You know, it's like, what, why are we spending time worrying about and, and thinking about things that, that he doesn't. Yeah. So, um, really, you know, I'm not, I don't have anything mastered. Right. Yeah. So, um, but that's one thing I really try just, you know, do your best every day and, and see what happens. Yeah. So is, is there a, uh, a parable or a Bible story or something like that, or a character in scripture that kind of aligns with that? Did you say, yeah, that's, um, that's what I would like to be like or experience or be able to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I have a very, when I was a kid and, and, uh, I had a mentor that, um, said, you know, you should be in the gospels every day. And his, his reason behind that was, you know, that's, that's Jesus walking the way we are. Yeah. And this is how he quote unquote dealt with it. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of wisdom there. So, um, you know, with respect to Bible passages, I love the gospels and, and I think we all should be in there every day. There's so much wisdom. I'm going to go from the sublime to maybe a little ridiculous here and talk about amusement mm-hmm. or entertainment. But, uh, yeah, you know, are, are you interested in the arts, music, uh, TV, uh, uh, movies, books. Yeah. Um, all the above. I don't, uh, I'm not a huge TV guy, but, um, like everyone during COVID I've, you know, I watch my share of shows and, and, uh, did some binging and things, but, um, I know this, I don't know if you've, you're probably familiar with the chosen. I think that's a great, I just saw, I went, I went to the theater. I think it's important to go support those guys. Yeah. I, a friend and I went to the theater and saw the, you know, the episode one and two of season three. Yeah. And if, if you watch the show, it's, I just think it's a great, again, a great articulation of Jesus walking among us. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of putting, uh, the gospels, bring in the light. And, and even though they have to take some liberties, I don't think they do anything that are really completely out of whack. I, at least I haven't found it so yeah. far, but I think some of the exchanges in, in that show in particular have been are phenomenal. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, my wife and I have really enjoyed watching that as well. Um, uh, is there a uh, a movie besides The Chosen uh, that uh, has interested you? To I don't. I always laugh when when they say, "Oh, this is like I just saw an ad for uh, um, the Top Gun Maverick," oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and it said one of the greatest movies of all time, and I just <laughs> laughed out loud. I thought it was, you know, I thought it's a, it's a good movie. I don't know if yeah. I'm ready to put it on top of the list of all movies but um yeah i'm i'm pretty lighthearted in that way yeah. i do like movies because i don't i find it is a total escape for me so 
it doesn't matter the movie. I, I'm not a person that comes out of the movie like, what a waste of money. I'm just, because yeah. I know there's utility there and, and just, I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about other things and I'm just engrossed in the movie. Yeah. Even if it's, even if it's not that great. On a real deep emotional level, what makes you uh, cry? I don't know if, I think you're a crier as I remember. I am a crier. And yeah, is it a sad thing? Or is it a joyful thing or? Uh, it's both. Yeah. It's both. I mean, um, mm-hmm. You know, if we're gonna not to talk about the chosen too much, but I find myself getting very emotional in that because again, it, it brings stories that we've all read so many times to life, and like it or not, you read it, you read a passage of scripture, and um, you put that into a landscape as your you know brain and memory and how it fits, and you have a certain understanding of how that looks. It's how we learn, but um, when you watch it. And you're familiar. It's not like anything else. You're watching a story that you know the story. Right. So you know what's happening mm-hmm. next, but you're still on the edge of your seat. At least I am. So um, if you remember the the woman of the well. Right. And that unbelievable scene. Mm. It's an incredible scene. And it, it uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you watch that and not aren't brought to tears. Right. When yeah. he tells the woman that I came here for you, I, mm. I waited and I came here to talk to you. And it's very, very personal. Mm. And there's nothing special about that woman, special to him, to Jesus, but that woman, right. That's all of us. And that's, yeah. that's pretty special. I think. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going <clears> to, <throat> sorry about that. We're going to take a, a moment and a half time, and then we're going to turn the page, and we're going to start talking about your experience with Work is Calling. So uh, thanks so much, Bob, for um, this first part, and we look forward to what you got coming. Work is Calling is a ministry of soul priority that coaches women and men of faith to transform their careers and workplaces with biblical principles and the book, Work in the Light. That highlights why God created work, shepherd leadership, workplace culture, and the vital importance of a singular God priority. You can find out more about Soul Priority at www.soul-priority.org. That's www.soul-priority.org. Now, back to today's podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, really glad that you're with us today to, to hear Bob Walsh's story. Uh, well, Bob, now that we've learned a little bit more about you, uh, tell us a little bit about why you see your work as calling. And maybe we should just start with where do you work and what are your responsibilities and how long have you been at that? Right. Um, well, I got in, I won't bore you with the, the major details that happened years and years ago, but I got into the uh, group benefit, employee benefits and retirement business Back in 1999, I started my own firm. Uh, I did that till 2007 and then um, joined with a partner and we grew that from 2008 to 2019 and then were acquired by um, a firm similar to ours, but much larger, obviously. And and I continue there with that firm that, that uh, acquired us. So uh, it's been a long career in the same, in the same space. And, um, not very exciting, right? Not something that you want to bring up at a cocktail party. Like, what do you do? And, um, um, but it's been very good to me and, and, uh, you know, 
uh, I joke about that, but it is necessary and it touches almost everyone's lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's a certainly an important part of our, of our, the community that then also, um, the business, um, understanding and, and, uh, model as a whole. So, um, I make, I make fun about it and jokes about it, but, uh, you know, in actuality it is, it's very necessary to any business and it's an important, um, business planning tool, but it's also, you know, next to payroll, probably the, the second largest line item spend. So it oh, deserves absolutely. some, yeah. it deserves some, uh, and warrants some, some thought and thought leadership there. So, and we've been very successful kind of helping businesses navigate those waters. Yeah. Yeah. Wish I knew you when I was in business. <laughs> it would have been good. So what's the story behind viewing your career or, or your job as, 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 um, a calling. Was it uh, something that you just ran into and you said, yes, I'm you know, partnering with God or was there a person that talked to you about it or was there a sudden understanding or was it a slow transition? How did, how did you develop this? Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I'm probably different than some of your other guests. I mean, I was, I went out on my own um, with an understanding of kind of giving some back. And it was part of my business plan of giving back. So the better I did, the more I could give away. And, um, I thought that would be a really interesting and, and satisfying way to grow a business. I knew in my twenties that I'm going to start this business and one day I'm going to wake up and be 50 and say, you know, if I was, if I was uh, successful, then I'd say, well, great. I, I made some money and we raised a family. Those are both important and, right. and yeah. fine. But even in my 20s, I wanted something more. I think it goes back to, I read uh, Bob Buford's book, Halftime, and yeah. said, I don't want to be that guy that says, okay, now I want to make a change at the second stage of life, or um, I want to do that now. So um, I did that, and that was, I learned it was more satisfying for me than it was for others, right? Everyone has their own path. Um, so... And I, I really enjoyed that time, and and um, I, I don't think I'd change anything about it. And then when I when we started uh, the second company in in two thousand eight, um, my partner, another Christian guy, you know, we really wrestled with: are, are we going to be a Christian company? We're both Christian men. We're trying to raise our families, you know, a certain way. So the original thought was a hundred percent. This is what we're going to do, and we're going to you know pray at work and. And as we grew, we realized, you know, that was probably a little, it was probably a little short-sighted. Um, not that you can't do that and do it well. And some companies really do it well. Um, but we felt like we weren't one that was doing that well. And, you know, we were very sensitive to doing a disservice to our employees by being more overt than maybe we needed to. And as we grew, we realized, you know, it's okay to say this is where God has us and we just need to be the best the best followers we can be within this realm. So even when I when I you know, you and I talked about this, I I thought about the the idea of work as a calling and I I mean there's part of me that says like, well, I don't know, I might have like a fundamental disagreement with the whole argument. Um I don't of course, but I think that I think the real thought, um, again, for me, is is that w we need to we need to be the people that God made us to be, regardless of where we are. Yeah. 
So it doesn't matter if you work in the toy business, mm-hmm. if you're a pastor, or you're serving burgers and fries. There, that's all important work because you're touching other people. So, um, and I think, especially in the West, I think we've lost that a bit, and we turn it into something. I think we've overcomplicated things, right? I mean, I think it's you know back to that um, life verse. I mean, I think you know you break it down. Love God, love people. You know, that's like you know Mark twelve, right? I'm just kind of right. saying, hey, yeah. this is. It's, you know, what's the greatest commandment? Yeah, I think Jesus like, just you're overthinking everything, right? Follow me, do what I tell you. And I think if we were all to do that, it would be a very, very different world. And I think the the um, blossom where you planted um, is certainly something I didn't, you know, come up with. But there's such incredible, I think, Christian wisdom there that I think as, as men, you know, we're like, wow, I want to do this so I can do this. And I want to achieve this and earn this so I can give and I can do these things that are quote unquote great. And I think that, I think that God would probably say, just love me and love the people I put in your path. Like I've loved you. And he just doesn't care about, you know, we're just grandiose and we want to do big, big, big things. And, I'm no different than anyone, but um, as far as work is a calling, I would say work is a calling for all of us. You've preached about this, about we're all priests. I remember you saying, well, I'm a pastor, but you're a priest. And okay, well, your ministry is different than mine. I work at this church and I have you as part of my flock, but you work at ABC Company and you have a responsibility there too. So um I think it's, and especially for men, we can, we like to compartmentalize and, you know, well, work is work. And I, you know, my Sunday morning is different than my Monday through Friday. And I don't know if, I don't know if God cares about how much about what we do. I think he, you know, he knows it and understands it, but I don't know if he cares that much. If one guy's serving burgers and fries and another guy's running Wall Street. Yeah, I agree. So, so. If if we if we both agree that that that's not a big concern to God more than likely, well then you break it down and say okay what's more important well how are you treating your family how are you treating your neighbors right the people that you work with right do they know I mean I just want you know I heard a guy talk the other day and he said uh, and I'm sure I'll butcher this but he said uh, I want to be or he. I'll, do it a couple different ways. He said a bunch of great things, I thought. But one of them was like, what do you want? What are the five things you want people to say about Wayne Kuna at your 80th birthday party? You know, you would have to pick me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but I mean, okay, and even for me, I mean, yeah, what, yeah. what do I, I want my kids to say about me at my 80th birthday party? Um, it might be like, when is this guy going to die, right? <laughs> no, but... I mean, do you want, do you think they're going to talk about my business and fill in the, fill in the adjective, my, my conquerors or my losses, or I just don't think they're gonna, right. Um, you know, there's all these old adages about, well, you probably don't put that on your tombstone, right. About how great you were in the toy business. Wayne, I know that just because I know you're incredible in the toy business. 
you have stuff that's still being sold and it's really cool. That's a, that's a business legacy that you have. But my bet is when Candy's talking to someone about you, that doesn't come up. Um, not unless it's Christmas. Right. <laughs> so, um, but the, the, I think there's wisdom there, right? That's not, that's not that important. Yeah. Well, as I listen to you talk, and, and, and uh, I love what you're saying. In fact, uh, I think one of the very first uh, podcasts that I had, someone was expressed very similarly, you know, this whole idea that work is a part of life, and my life is about loving God and loving people. Mm-hmm. But I heard a value in there. I thought I heard a value in there. One of the values I thought I heard was that there was a, a value of generosity. Um, and, and it sounded like... Um, that that the business that you were in would be used to enable other people to do other things or to live. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Did, did I hear in that? My, yeah, my first business, it was exactly that. Yeah. So yeah. I had a philanthropic arm built in. Um, and again, it was a much it was much more important to me than it was to my customers. Yeah. My customers like, yeah, that's great. You do that, but I need you to do a good job for us. <laughs> right. That yeah. was less important to them. And that's fine. And again, some of that was probably, probably my, you know, youth and naivete, but it, it, it still, um, was an important growing point for me. And I'm glad it, like I said, I wouldn't have changed anything, um, that I, that I did in the past that way. Um, I just I wanted to I wanted to think about that quote I was about to say, but um, and I don't know who coined this, but it says uh, I'm not interested in in the resume virtues. I'm interested in the eulogy virtues. Hmm. So uh, again, you know, men are known for this. It's like, yeah. oh, what do you do? And right, right? and it's it's kind of a it's a measuring stick. And, your identity. And, yeah, uh, and and I don't think God would want us. You know. I don't think that's what our identity should be. And and when you meet someone that is that way, um, it sticks out. It stands out. I mean, you and I have a bunch of mutual friends, and we both know people that are that way. I mean, it's down the path when someone's like, oh, I really like so-and-so. And it's like, what does he do? And then when they learn what he does, they cannot believe it that they didn't know it. Yeah that he's a guy that is, you know, the top floor in the corner office and, you know, incredible responsibility. Um, and people are like, I had no idea. That's how we're supposed to do it. I think. Yeah. So there's humility there and there's, yeah, you know, yeah. and how did they not know? Because he didn't tell them. Right. Right. So I think what t- uh, you know, touches me is, uh, and it connects with the verse, you know, we all hear this verse, you know, we, we die and we stand with Jesus and, and he looks at us and he says, well done, a good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. And it, it just dawned on me that uh, he doesn't say, well done, good and faithful insurance person, right. good and faithful toy inventor. Right. Good and, you know, I mean, right. it, it's servant. It's just right. servant. Right. You know, where 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 did that uh, kind of filter into your yeah. whatever it was? Right. Yeah, that's good. I had a, uh, a friend years ago that... And I, I didn't know him super well, but, you know, we've been to Honduras and and um, really great, likable guy. And he said, well, this is my family's, this is our calling, mm. is Honduras. Mm-hmm. And as much as I appreciated that, it just made me think he's there, you know, a couple of weekends a year. And just, I mean, I think, you know, I'm very, I'm a simpleton, Wayne, right? So I'm thinking like, 
well, what about the other 50 weekends? I mean, (laughs) you know, tell me about your neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about the people you work with. And he was clear. He's like, well, no, this is where we focus our... Interesting. And and I don't think it's either or. I think it's both and, right? right? So, yeah. yeah. um, And he was quick to say, like, well, I don't really, you know, I don't do that at work. I don't do that at home with my neighbors. This is where I... And... Um, and don't mishear me. It's not like I have this figured out. I don't. So, uh, but that did make me think, right? Like, well, maybe, I mean, it's great that you can be generous and, and love on people in Honduras at, you know, these orphanages that we've done some work with, but there's need right here. And God is putting people in your life every day with needs. Yeah. And, and I think from a calling standpoint, our calling is to be available and, be approachable, you know, again, just like Jesus is and was. So I'm going to ask you a question now, and it's still about, you know, your career and your work. Um, I'm going to take it from two different directions, and you can pick either side or maybe disagree with both of them. But have you ever, question number one, have you ever uh, seen evidence of, of God really working in and through you because you just see your life as loving God and loving people at work as well as in your personal life or maybe the uh, another way of asking this question is have someone have people come up to you and say hey listen man you're different i gotta just tell you you know there's just something about the way you do business that i have not experienced before what's going on right um yeah i mean i, I think so and it's, it's a tough question i feel like i'm patting myself on the back and I'm not right you know what what Um, we're really trying to do is we're really trying to awaken people to the fact that calling is much bigger than going to church on Sunday it's much bigger than being a pastor a priest a missionary you know so if if we can get to the place you know like Luther talked about that uh, work was a divine calling and that God has created you specifically for a specific time to work in a specific way because of your specific gifts alongside specific people because of his kingdom desires. Right. Man, I think that's that that would just open up, you know, all these wonderful possibilities for a yeah. follower of Christ. I would, yeah, and I, I agree with everything you said. I, I would maybe phrase it a different way that um, it's a very different work environment if I walk in and say, hey, I got a kick butt and I got my you know, number to hit or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And I got, you know, I got work to do and get out of my way versus coming in and saying, man, I wonder why our office is set up this way. And I wonder why I have so much contact with these younger guys. And, you know, now am I being intentional about the time I spend with these guys? It mm. doesn't change my work day. Right. But it changes my mind frame mm-hmm. and it might give it, um, it might change the way I think about interacting with these younger guys that are hungry for knowledge and, you know, maybe some business acumen or, or insight because of your experience as a, as an, you know, a fossil like myself. So that changes things that, that changes your attitude. It changes the way, you know, all of a sudden now you're not just, I'm grumpy. I'm, you know, it's Monday. Don't talk to me to, all right, this, if this is truly, if this is truly a, an opportunity for God to be at work, well, you can't kind of beeline to your office and close the door, can you? Um, and don't, again, 
don't get, I do it. I do it plenty. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a work in progress. So I'm trying to get better at that. You know, we have some younger folks in our office now and I love working with them sharp and, you know, I was, and people disagree, but they're way smarter than we are. I mean, our yeah. they're just smart, smart kids. And, yeah. um, they don't know everything. And unfortunately that's part of the problem is some of them think they do. Um, but I think it's our job to just come alongside them and help them out any way we can. So, Bob, you said earlier that, uh, you know, you're, you're athletic a little bit, you work out, you know, um, and then that keeps you physically fit. Um, is, what fuels uh, this, this, this idea of loving God and loving people when you go to work? And, and I mean, it, all over, essentially, you know, with your neighbors and everything, like you said, but... Are, are there practices or do you think that there's some kind of spiritual things that you exercise to keep fit, to keep that, you know, you know not maybe on the front of your mind. So it's the first thing you do, but it's, mm-hmm. it's part of your thought process, you know, probably almost every day. Yeah. I, I mean, again, that comes back to intentionality and what, um, um, someone told me that, that a professor gave an assignment to a, I don't know, philosophy class or whatever and said, Hey, if you had five days to live, what would you do? And these people, you know, the students just went, oh my goodness, five days. And they thought long and hard about it. And, and he said, hey, don't mail it in. Think about it and take your time and write these These papers are important. So they, they all wrote their papers. And if you can imagine, very different answers. Um, I guess the professor didn't read one of them. And he just wrote in red ink on the top, well, why aren't you doing this? You know, if this is so important to you, why aren't you doing it? Mm. And if you really think about that, it's incredibly convicting. Oh, absolutely. Incredibly convicting. And I don't care if you're 20 or 80, it's convicting. So, you know, you put that kind of lens on something, on, well, how do you live your life? What's important? And, you know, those, those, whatever, five or six words, well done, good and faithful servant. I, there are plenty of days where I'm like, well, that's not going to, I'm not going to hear that, Right. I mean, you know, yeah. Wayne, you're going to be in the big house, and I'll probably be gardening for you up there. Yeah, so I don't think so. so we we'll both be gardening for my wife, <laughs> our wives. Yeah. That's, that's probably more accurate. Um, so, uh, I mean, that's a challenge. That's yeah. a challenge. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Paul said it best, right? The, the more I understand God, the more broken I realize I am. Mm. I'm paraphrasing, yeah. you know, yeah. butchering, but... You know, the, the, the thought is a good one, um, that the closer you get, the closer you understand, the more you understand about what true righteousness is and perfection is, the more you realize how broken and how distant we are and how much more we need him. So, um, you know, there's a ton of value and wisdom there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm not so sure that maybe you've thought about, uh, or maybe you have, but uh, you know, we we associate uh, worship uh, with uh, an hour on Sunday and maybe <laughs> uh, sometime during the week. You know, right. but um, do you, as you view um, again, you know, your your um, your lens of loving God and loving people, and, and especially at work. Do you think that brings, or how does that bring, or don't you think you disagree with the idea that work actually could become worship, uh, worshipful to God, and oh. He is like a pea, like just blessed? 
Well, I mean, there's a few questions there. First of all, I absolutely think um, anything we do, you know, it's a shame that we've kind of put worship in a corner, you know, to someone playing a guitar or playing piano and us singing or, or listening, even worse. Yeah. You know, worship is a, it's an act. So, um, and it, it's actionable. Maybe it's a better way to say it. So, um, worship is not something you go and, and watch, but you actually are involved in. Yeah. So, and it, I don't care if we're talking about Sunday morning at church or Wednesday in a meeting. Yeah, so a hundred percent work can be can be worship. Yeah. Again, that's back to mindset and um, like maybe one of the first things we talked about is: Are you thankful for today? You know, do you have an attitude of gratitude? I'm just thankful I have another day to live. Sure. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was down in the city today, work stuff, and um, in a really, really nasty part of the city, and um, I was driving down there thinking. I mean, this is this is almost embarrassing to admit, but I was thinking, like, what if today's the day? What if? Yeah. I, what if I get a stray bullet or something? No. Yeah. Of course, nothing happened, but um, I'm proud of myself. I was like, well, man, I'd like to. I don't want to go yet with my kids, and you know, I I have a lot more living I want to do, but man, that's that's sobering, right? To think about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And. Uh, I don't. I don't know the right answer and all that. I don't know wh- how much we're supposed to, how much thought we're supposed to give to that or whatever. But I don't want things unsaid with my family and my loved ones, right? I want to. I want to seize the day, as they say. So, uh, I, I, I mean, I get, I am constantly ridiculed about. Geez, you're doing. Wait, what are you doing? And why are you doing that? And why don't you just sit on the couch and watch a show like everyone else. I mean, I'm going all the time. My kids tease me all the time. I don't want to sit at home. You know, I got plenty of time to do that when I'm older. So I am, so I am going to Madison square garden. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it. Is it smart? No. Is it expensive? Stupid expensive. I'm still doing it. I want to do it. <laughs> right. So I don't know where we, I went off on a tangent there. Sorry, Wayne. But. Well, that's okay. It was still interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, uh, just before we uh, cut you loose, I want to ask you uh, one, uh, actually two more questions. Um, but the, um, it, you have partners that you've gotten into this business with mm-hmm. and, you know, you've talked about how, um, it sounds like you know you may have sold it. I can't remember exactly how that worked out or what you said. But um, do you have like-minded people that 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 you feel um, go to work with a real sense of of serving God by loving Him and loving people, or you know maybe their own spin on how that looks? Is there a network of people that that kind of encourage and supports you? Uh, do you have anything like that? And and you know what what if you do? What is it like? Yeah. Um... So two answers to that question. And when we built our own company that we had for 11 years before we sold it, absolutely had that within the walls of our company. Okay. And we, you know, we weren't big or 25 people or something, but when, um, but my partner and I had that together and just kind of Christian brothers and could go to each other. And, and if one was struggling or whatever and praying for each other and things like that. So, um, absolutely had that. Um, Today, I don't have that as well. My one partner's gone. He's left the business. Um, 
so I'm kind of like a worker bee. I mean, there's, you know, 3,500 employees, so it's a bigger company. Yeah. Um, I know of people within the company that I could go to for that. Um, and we found each other, but, um, no, I don't have that every day at, every day at work. And I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm really liking it. <laughs> I, I mean, I really like it because it, 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 you know, if you're not on your game, you can get off. I know this doesn't sound right to most people, but you can get off path in a hurry. So, um, you need to, it's been a good reminder of what, you know, God gives us everything. It doesn't matter if you believe it or not. It's true. Um, and he put me in this place. So it goes back to that theme of just blossom where you're planted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm there and there are some weeks and I say, man, I really did a nice job as I pat myself on the back. Sure. And there are many, 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 many weeks where I say, Oh Lord, I really let that week slip by. And I didn't, I wasn't the servant. You need me to be here and I'm going to do better. So, yeah, it's interesting because even as I asked that question, I'm, I'm aware that God's prophets, for instance, didn't run around together with a whole group of people. Right. You know, they really, God said, go do it. And you know, the communion they had was with him and not with somebody else. Right. Um, yeah, and uh, being that I'm old, I've already forgotten what the other thing was. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it is it is great to do things in community. You know, we really do need each other. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not available, there is one that we commune with. That, that of course, that actually- and I I guess I've learned that that I've been very blessed with with amazing friends from a community standpoint. Yeah. Um, so if I don't have them at work. It's okay yeah. because I have them outside of work. Sure. Um, would it be great to have them in both spots? Probably, but um, right now when we get together and we're talking life and, you know, we're the three, four, five of us that are all in sep- in different spots, and I think most of us are in the same boat. Like, hey, I'm not an island, but I'm here. I have my responsibilities, but I also have, you know, I know my faith should carry the day and should, you know, kind of choose my path sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't and you have accountability to go through it yeah with yeah. others so it's important so i'd like to end our time together and by the way thanks so much for the time you have spent with us uh by just kind of i don't know if you ever played softball but to kind of lob a, a pitch out to you to mm-hmm. just smack over the fence if you want to i'm but, a single sitter oh you are <laughs> yeah i was a line drive guy too usually up the middle um that's when i didn't strike out but uh you know, is there a last bit of advice or wisdom or some insight? You know, I mean, you've got a you know, a lot of life packed into your life. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you've learned that you think right now, boy? You know, I'd like to just share it with you because it's. I think it's really important, and it's. Yeah, uh, it could be significant for you as well. Um, yeah, that's a that's hardly a softball question, but I would say, I would say a few things. Um, Prayer matters. Um, prayer works. I said it earlier, God is real. I think sometimes even as believers, we kind of tend to think that he's off doing other stuff, and he's not. He is right here with right. us and and uh, and wants to be part of our everyday lives. So, uh, and as I've also said, I'm 
that's a battle for me every day and I want to be better at it. Right. I remember a youth leader years ago say to me, like, just think if you had your best friend in the world riding shotgun with you and you go all day, maybe, okay, so you get to school as like a high school example, but you get to school. First of all, you get up, you shower, you don't say a word to him. Your best friend, he's standing right there. You have breakfast. He's just sitting there. Not a word. You go to school, you go all day. And then at night you go, Hey, how's everything? And you know, it's, is that silly? Is it sophomore? It is, but there's value to it. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, um, this is someone who literally died for you and I, he wants to, he wants to hear from us. So we need to do a better job. Yeah. Thanks so much, Bob. I just really appreciate it. Thanks again for taking time. Uh, thanks for being willing to share the bits and pieces of your story. I, I pray God's blessing on you and strength and just put his hedge around your kids and oh, yeah, thanks, everything man. just as, uh, could be as, as, as blessed as, as God can give you. I once had a friend, he said, you know, Wayne, he said, if God only had so much blessing to give out, I'd, I still would want him to bless you and other people, <laughs> you know, yeah. if, he, if they had to take it away from me. And I, I feel the same way for you, man. Oh, I just thank hope you. that you get it. Thank so you. anyway, thanks everybody for listening. We're really excited that uh, you've had a chance to listen to Bob. And until we meet again, remember, work is calling. This has been another episode of Work is Calling, a ministry of soul priority that coaches women and men of faith how to transform their careers and workplace through biblical principles. You can find out more at www.soul-priority.org. We hope you join us again next time for another interview of an individual who has discovered Work is Calling.